Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In season or off season, you and your car make a great team. Take care of it with Chevron with Tecron for unbeatable cleaning and mileage. It's a winning play. Chevron together ahead. The Dolphins improved to 6-7 and seven with their fifth consecutive victory here at Hard Rock Stadium, taking down the Giants 20-9. to nine. Let's go ahead and throw it to Brian Flores in his post-game press conference. How much does it eat the load that the rest of the team has? I think it's always, uh, you always want to play a complimentary game um, and play well in all phases. So offensively, defensively, in the kicking game. Um, you know, when you can obviously keep the score down, it gives you more opportunities uh, to stay in the game, you know, keep a lead, I thought that you know, I thought the Giants had a very good game plan. I thought they moved it on us. I mean, they played a tough physical game. We knew it was going to be 60 minutes. Uh, I know they were down a bunch of guys, but they're well coached. You know, I thought uh, I thought Joe and you know, did a, did a great job getting his team ready. I thought you know, Pat does what he does. He kept the score down or made it hard for us. Um, so credit to them. You know, but our guys played hard um, and they made the plays. You know, just a, you know, a few more plays than they made. Offensively, defensively, and a kicking game. Brian, it seems like, um, regardless of, especially during this win streak, regardless of how the game might play for you know, the first victory or something, it seems like a late win. You need to make a stop, or when you need to uh, stay on the field, Tua is able to kind of generate some completions or you get a big play. What do you attribute to that? It seems like the past couple of weeks you've always seen late, late game execution really thrive. Yeah, I think it's. No, I think it's it's obviously led by led by Tua, um, and you know making throws, making catches, doing a good job of protection, you know, taking care of the football. You know we talk a lot about you know those late game situations, how important they are, um, and finishing the game off the right way, offensively, defensively, in the kicking game. Although we did that really across the board, we moved it offensively. Well, we stopped them and we moved it offensively. We kicked and missed a field goal and then turned around and kicked another one. So that was great by Jason to just turn turn right around and make it for us. Uh, put us up two scores uh, and then you know, go out there defensively and kind of finish the game there. So um, it was uh, a good team effort, complimentary. And uh, we're going to get to take a little break right now, uh, which is good. You guys obviously banged up after 13 games. Um, take a little break and then. You know, we'll obviously self-scout and reassess and try to um, you know, take a little break. You know, I think we need that. Just to add on that, while you know, the late game execution has been, has been good, too, it seemed like you had a really measured tone saying the offense left plays out there. Is that a similar feeling you got where you're happy you won the game, but still you just need a little bit more for the offense? Do you feel that? I think that's going to be the, the case every week. Um, there's always plays that you, you, know, you wish you had back, throws, catches, protections, calls. Um, and that's really across the board, offensively, defensively, in the kicking game. Um, I thought they made some plays. Um, I thought Galladay made some catches. Ingram made some catches. Cooper made some catches um, against tight coverage. I thought Glennon made some, you know, tight window throws. Um, again, I, you know, I think they, uh, Joe, Freddie, I mean, they had them ready. Um, and, you know, we, we just made a few more plays than they did. Yeah, I don't, I don't really talk about it too much. You know, I just, like, we need those guys to um, you know, 
uh, play for us and you know, play well. So I think you know, thankfully they get this week to uh, you know rest up, heal up. I think all three of those, excuse me, four of those guys, and really five of those guys, including Hunter, and you know, we got some other with Trill as well. So, I mean, this is, you know, these guys, they work hard. It's important to them. They, um, they, 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 they're all sponges. I mean, we, we said this really the entire year. Um, it's a long season. You know, you, and it's hard to, you know, to, to, to gauge that and to know you know how their bodies are feeling, but you know, it looks like they got energy, they got juice, they they're, you know, they got the right uh, the right approach, which leads me to believe that you know they're ready to go, and we're gonna need them to be ready to go. And to follow up on that with Jalen Phillips in particular, does he seem to be hitting kind of that, that peak or hitting that stride at the right time, or what have you seen from him? You know, that's led to this uptick in production over the past six weeks. Uh, I'm seeing the same things that you know we saw earlier in the year. Um, I just, I mean, I continue to say this. It's, you know, there's a there's a process there, and then um, I think a lot of people look at the production and think that that's, uh, you know, that's the kind of fi final uh, analysis of a player. But I think he's he's, you know, I haven't watched the film, but uh, I know there's some other games that based on some things that I saw already that um, he did better in some instances and some other thing and some other games. You know, we had some production today. Um, we need that, and um, he's doing a good job. He's doing a very good job. Um, we got a lot of guys who are doing a good job um, that aren't getting, you know, you know the stats, you know, the flash stats. But you know, I think we got a lot of guys playing well, um, and he's one, he's certainly one of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot was made of that, and I don't know. I think maybe opinions are different now. I don't know, um, but you know, I, like I said, then it was you know, this is the schedule, the schedule we have, and you know, we're just going to play it out. And you know, it's good to have some time right now, um, you know, for us to just reassess, reevaluate, and you know, for the players to get some rest. I think we're just kind of focused on today. Um, today's game against a good opponent. You know, I had a tough out, a, a victory in a 60-minute ball game, and just try to take it one day at a time and not, you know, think about, you know, what's what's happened in the past or, um, you know, we talk about the future too much. We're just, you know, trying to get better every day. What is your uh, schedule for this week? Do the guys have to be in? Yeah, they'll be in tomorrow. Our guys got to be smart. I mean, they'll have some time off. Um, but, you know, my, my, my big message to them is be safe. Um, you know, spend some time with your family. Go enjoy yourself. Relax. Um, but be safe. That's the big thing. Um, enjoy yourselves. They've earned it. Um, but, but, but be safe, hopefully. Um, hopefully you guys write about that and they read about that. Because uh, that's really the message, I, you know, I want them to hear. Uh, but we'll come in. We'll do a little work this week, um, and it's been 13 games, so you know I don't see us getting out there and putting pads on and banging on each other. Uh, but we'll meet. We'll try to make some corrections. Try to look through some things that we can do better. Um, but they'll certainly have some time off uh, to you know relax, get off their feet, um, and, and uh, enjoy themselves a little. But be safe, please. So there you hear Coach Flores talking about giving the guys some time off there. I'm certainly going to enjoy the bye week and take a little bit of time off I myself. I bet you are. Yeah, that, that's the favorite moment in the, net, in the network here, right? We love the days off. That's our, that's kind of our calling card. So I'm, head, I'm headed to the Lou. Who I'm headed to the Lou. I'm headed to the Lou this weekend. St. Louis. I'm, I'm on a bye week myself. All right. Well, you enjoy that, Drew. <laughs>
Be safe while you're out there. Right. Seth, Seth's been waiting to get this press conference because this is his favorite part of the show. Let's go ahead and throw it to our consigliere here on post-game press conferences. Seth, my favorite part was him talking about maybe opinions are different now with the schedule, but I uh, want to hear your favorite part. Well, we talked about that earlier in the show, yes, right? Did, yeah. So I'm not surprised to hear that from Coach Flores. You know, well, first of all, it just sounds like Tua and Coach – and I know it doesn't happen this yeah. way, but, boy, it sounds like Tua and Coach Flores sit down with probably Ann Poland <laughs> and just go over what the tone and the way you're going to answer but every they don't, question. But they don't do that post-game, do they? No, they, no. they don't do it, but, it but I'm just like saying yeah, it shows you how in they get notes or no? I, I mean, I don't know how she operates, but that that that, that is for a PR person to yeah. walk in and give yeah. notes of or course, some tips or some potential things that might be discussed. Maybe some things you heard on the television broadcast, maybe some some murmurs that you hear in the press conference to go, go in and prepare mm-hmm. your coach to know what he's going to get. Right. That that would not be uncommon for a PR person to do, and I imagine Ann is well prepped uh, when, when she walks yep. in there. But it, to me, when, when I hear that, it's – you know, it's always close to the vest. But I thought he was – people are so funny when they when they hear me say this because I'm so fascinated by Coach Flores' press conferences. But to me, he was very pleased with this team. He thought a lot of guys yep. played well. He thought – you know, and he talked about the different yep. guys played well and he liked to see the production. And, you know, when they said, oh, Tua said that there were some plays left on the field, he, he didn't say – he didn't jump on that and say, oh, yes, there definitely were. He said, hey, that's going to happen in every game. There's always right. some plays you go in, you get it corrected. But he seemed pleased. He got five straight wins going into the bye. I mean, they couldn't have teed it up any, any better way, you know, after the, 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 the losing streak there. So um, I, I just thought all that was really interesting. It's – you got a lot of what you expected from Coach Flores. But I think he's really pleased, and he's – and, and he, you know, he, he did make that stress. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot was made about that. But ha-ha, you know, he didn't say right. those things. But ha-ha, look at us now. Look how great it is for us to get a little bit of a rest to try and make a final push and, and, and right the wrongs of the season. Yeah. It, it felt good for it to, for me to hear him say that because of my comment about Chase and Najee earlier. <laughs> I know that's a little bit much, but it felt good to hear Coach kind of doing the same thing. But go ahead, Juice. Yeah, you know, one of the things that are traps as well, you talk about a trap game, a bye week's a trap as well. Mm. You know, some guys get on bye week already before they're on bye weeks and they don't prepare they're not ready to go they're ready to, you know what am i doing on va- this little vacation right now they better be you know, safe i'll tell you that much they, they better damn well be safe man you know and i know that you know drew and all the guys you know i was counting on stew on bye weeks you know that <laughs> you know if, if something goes down you, you know, say you drew better, so people listening drew brooks you're talking yep, about correct. Andrew brooks now yep. correct, you're correct. Rob how to drive a car by the way correct correct so yeah different th- stuff like that so it's like you know I, you know that's the trap most of the time from athletes, Big Seth. That Th- trap I'll buy into. Thinking about where am I, where am I going? Especially living out here, man. A lot of times these guys jump over to the Bahamas real quick. You know, go to all these all the all exotic islands in the Caribbean right here. Yeah. You know, it's so much better when you win before you go. It's so much better to I'm better sure to go there is. when you got a win streak in your in your in your pocket, man. You know, everybody's gonna be patting them on the back in Publix when they're picking up their whatevers, Publix. man. You know, and this this is a great feeling. So yeah, be safe, be smart. Remember, we got still got a long way to go in 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 the season within this month. And Coach Flo, he's been there, he's done that. You got a guy that's been there at every single level of coaching in the NFL, and he knows what what these guys are going to be thinking about. So his message, no matter what, after a win, is we're on a bye week. We're probably going to take it a little easy, but make sure you take care of business still along the way. Yeah, it's still it's still business time. Well, it's always business time with Coach Flores, right? I mean, that's for sure. And he's such a processed, regimented guy that, you know, kind of – this is the Wild West when you go into a bye week, you know? So so I'm sure that that's (laughs) something that – probably keeps him up at night going into a bye weekend. But what I also think was really interesting, this is the second time, and I'm sure he's done it more often, but he very deliberately today and after the Jalen Phillips personal foul a few weeks ago said, I'm going to utilize this platform. He didn't use those words this time. He did with Jalen Phillips, but he's, he, he very deliberately used the press conference to get a message to the players. And he said, yeah. I hope you write about it, and I hope they read it for them to be safe. Yeah. So uh, that, that also, you know, to a PR geek like me is, interesting i thought it's a great point and also kind of the point you made about the mood that he showed after the game being mostly positive which he really was is something of a departure from his normal mood especially after wins i mean this last week
week at press conferences, he, he was complimenting the Giants staff, the players he was telling us in the media, like, do you guys think this is going to be some kind of cakewalk game? That's not how the Giants play. They're well He's coached. always complimentary he, he of is, the opponent. But that, that's kind of my larger point is, you know, he's preparing for a tough fight when the outside noise, yeah. which doesn't always have, you know, to be poisonous, doesn't have to be negative, right, Juice? It can right. be positive to be poisonous in your locker room. I feel room. like it's more poisonous sometimes, don't you? That's, yeah, that's what Nick Saban yeah. called it, rat poison, he yeah. would talk about. <laughs> yeah. I want to yeah. talk more about that, but that's a big reason why I think this team has, hasn't dropped a whole heck of a lot of games. They were expected to win under this coach. He really, really excels in that area. Coming up next, guys, game balls. Oh, guys baby. Game balls. We're going to do that next here. But first, I got a shocker this time. Oh, but it's no one's going to see it coming. Get your new Kia with Gunther Plus at Gunther Kia or online at GuntherKia.com. For car buying done your way, you got to follow Seth down to Gunther and get your new Kia. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, 20-9. to 9. The Dolphins take this one. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Dade County Federal Credit Union, the official credit union of the Miami Dolphins, is now offering the perfect checking account with a Miami Dolphins branded debit card. This account offers rewards for Dolphins fans. Become a member today. Visit finscu.com for details. Certain restrictions apply. Federally insured by NCUA. It's that time. Let's have some game balls. We don't break. That was a great job. We got it from everybody. Offense, big drive. It's time to present today's game balls with Travis, Seth, and OJ. Oh, yeah, it's game ball time. Let's go ahead and throw it to our resident wide receiver, OJ McDuffie, who has another. Where might Juice go with this one? Receiver as his game ball, maybe? Maybe, possibly. You know, shocker that I'm going wide receiver, man. Are you kidding me? Welcome home. Welcome back, Devontae Parker. My game ball goes to my man, Devontae Parker. Ones went out to today. Five targets, five receptions, all for first downs. Two of them on third down. Thank you, Big Seth, for that. That information, man. And Devontae Parker is a different element. We talk about, we heard Tua talk about it, what what he does for the offense, giving those guys an opportunity out there. And defense have to respect that one-on-one side for him. And didn't come up any bigger than what he did in the fourth quarter for us, man, and making big plays for us. So, of course, a wide receiver every single week if they could. I give Every single week I give the wide receivers the game ball. But this week is my man. I can go, I can go other places for my wide receivers. But Devontae Parker. Welcome back in the game, man. Great job today, buddy. Well, if you're going to go wide receiver every week, I guess I'll go defensive end. You of know, it's you kind will. of in my of course, DNA. Of course. And, and I like the music so much last week. I'm going to rewind that, play it back, DJ Preach. Jalen Phillips is going to get it. And look, Jalen played a good game. We heard Coach Flores talk about it. Two sacks today, and he breaks a record that was originally set 52 years ago. 52 years ago, 1969, Bill Stanfield has eight sacks as a rookie. Eight and a half sacks for Jalen Phillips. I don't want to hear about a 17-game season, guys. You know why? He did it in 13 games. Yes. That was a 14-game season back then. He did it in 13 games. Okay. Thank you okay. very much, okay. Juice. Okay. I can okay. count one okay. to 13. <laughs> so, and here's another thing. You know, you want to say, okay, well, yeah, it's a 52-year-old record. Brett Breckheisen just, uh, just tweeted, if you're not following him, you got to follow yes. this man. Yes. But he went to the Elias Sports Bureau to look it up. Jalen Phillips is the first NFL rookie since Julius Peppers in 2002 to record at least six sacks in a three-game span. Wow. Think about that, Phillips. Wow. Six sacks, three-game span. That's worth the second game ball in my book. 1,000%. He's fired up. All right. He's fired up a little bit. I'm going to go on the defense as well for my game ball. And Andrew Van Ginkle. Van Ginkle. And this might have been something of a kind of a collection of the last couple of weeks because he balled out once again. He's been balling out over this five-game winning streak, setting strong edges. You watch him get on that upfield shoulder of the tackle and cut that outside running game down. That's where Saquon Barkley wanted to go. The speed off the edge in the pass rush game, quarterback hits, disrupting the timing of the passing game. He's getting off blocks and making key tackles. There was a Barkley run where he had daylight, and Gink beats the block, comes off it, makes the stop right there, right in the gap on one of the toughest backs in the entire business to cut that thing down for no gain. His numbers, like Coach Flores said, not necessarily going to blow you away, but the production as far as what he did was there. Five total tackles, a pass defense on third down. He ends up with a pair of quarterback hits. But again, those stats do not quite tell the whole story. One guy who the numbers do tell a story on, the new record holder for receptions by Uh-oh. a Miami Dolphins rookie. You know the name. It's going to be our fourth collective game ball here. Waddle with it, baby. Hey! 
Solo D in the house. Solo Waddle D. catches nine balls on 11 targets for 90 yards. He came back into the game after sustaining an injury. He leaves the field to Waddle, Waddle, chance. That was my fair part of the entire game, personally. 86 receptions here in his rookie season, juiced through 13 games. Up next, Seth. Chris Chambers has the yardage record. He's right in the crosshairs. I think it's 883 for Chambers. Yeah, 883, whatever it was, he needed 125, and he got 90 today. So, Chris, I know, again, you say, hey, in a 16-game season, unbelievable rookie season by Chris Chambers. He's coming after you. He's coming, He's coming you. after you. He's coming Shout out to Solo D yeah, with that solo, track. Man. I love it. Solo. If you guys so. haven't seen the tweets or the videos of uh, Seth and OJ <laughs> performing live with Solo D at the MetLife Takeover, you are missing out. Looks like a 90s rap album cover with those guys out there doing their thing. Jalen has 849 yards in the season. Now go ahead, Juice. Guys, how much fun is winning? It's a lot of fun. Tell I mean, me how much the, fun it's winning. the most fun. Man. You know, we, we, Play we, sat, games, here. we, we sat here in, in our studio seven weeks in a row. Yes. And the misery, you know, we went from hot garbage to <laughs> now we're wallowing with it, man. You know what I mean? Hot Let's garbage. talk about where we've come, man. And we've got a long way to go. But, man, are we having fun? They're having fun, man. This is what we expected from this team, man. And so, man, wallow with it, then, man. That's a great – Travis, great call right there, man. We can all appreciate what Jalen Waddle is doing right now as a rookie. But as a player, he doesn't even look like a rookie. Like, at the beginning of the season, he looked like a rookie. Now it looks like that go-to guy when we need a big play, a big catch. Who do we go to? We go to Jalen Waddle, man. It, it, it's so much fun. And then when you got the complimentary football that Coach Flores just talked about on defense, teams is playing well, then you bring back Devontae Parker. This is what we expect from this team from the beginning. Now we're starting to get it. One game at a time, Big Seppa, man. One game at a time. I think me and Travis are on a roll right here with what we're talking about, man. Get ready. <laughs> You're ready. We, we, we are certainly rolling. We are certainly rolling. Well, we got a bye week, so we can even put that off for a little bit here. But I just want to make a couple more mentions here. This isn't a game ball, but just some more players that I thought shine. Oh, here today. we go. Here comes the 12 game ball set. Here to we ready go. For How about we haven't mentioned the fact that Xavier Howard had another pick today? That's his fourth of the season. Two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries. The guy is he's unbelievable the way he does this. 26 career picks through 68 career games. He's the fastest to get to that many interceptions since 1990. We talked about the rookie Javon Holland. Three series with three third down plays in this game. You have to find out where he is every single snap. And then up front, Juice, how about some of these guys? Sealer, I thought, was good again. Yep. Wilkins had a big run stop late in that game. And Adam Butler, that big sack he had on Mike Glennon, yep. I think I heard that from the press box. Yeah, it was nice, I felt man. it from the press box. It was nice, man. And you know what? I was watching that sack when he got there. I think we had a little TE or ET game going. I think a lot of attention was paid to Jalen Phillips on that play. And Butler got in there, man, and was clean. It was it was so nice. We had some things we need to clean up on a couple sacks. I saw a couple sacks we had. But our defenses, man, they're, they're flying around. And while I've got a quick chance, man, I mean, I have to, I have to give a shout-out. I have to – because I know Tom Garfinkel did it already. Big shout-out to our grounds crew, man. You see the field? I, I heard about it man. from Travis pregame. I, I got the field update. Bro, the field was unbelievable, man. And a good friend of mine, Ricky, man, he's on that grounds crew. Man, the field looks sick. The stripes, yes. the, the, the colors, the everything about the, the numbers field. numbers were outlined. Bro, it was unbelievable the way. That's the best field I think I've seen, man. And when you have a nice field out there, you got to go out there and perform, man. So top to bottom. Dolphins organization, it was, a, it was a home run today. You know, the way everything was out there. Seth, you said it too. The fans showed up early. They were in the stands early. Big Vernon Carey did the let's go Dolphins today. They went out there and they played well. The field looked outstanding. You get a win. Everybody goes home happy, man. So great stuff right there, bro. As far as the field goes, how about a little insider nugget here from your boy? Last weekend, <laughs> I brought my brother and his family down to check out the stadium and, and take a look at the field and went and visited the team store and dropped a few hundred bucks there. I, I looked at the field, went out there, and the, the head of grounds came over and started talking to us, and he said, this is the best field we've made all season long. So you're right on t on track there. He did tell me his favorite end zone is the Argyle one they do. Love so that. So we'll see if we can get that one going here pretty soon. So they're going to have this field for the Jets game next week, and then I believe they go to the Orange Bowl after that with Michigan, Georgia, in a big game down here in South Florida. A couple more points here on players. Uh, Seth and I both looked at each other at one point in the press box and said, man, Eric Rowe looks fast today. He was making plays all over the place. He played like he was 25 years Bro, old. Oh, I, I saw that too. Yeah. You know, you better play fast because otherwise we got these fast – we got a lot of fast dudes out there, man. He, he was A to B like really, really yeah. fast today, man. And that's one thing I kept saying up in the stands like, you know, watching the game like, don't do that. We're too fast for that. Don't do that. We're too fast for that. <laughs> that's and awesome. today we were too fast for that. Anything they were trying to do – and Saquon's a – Fast guy, but, you know, 
we're too fast to do some of the things that teams are trying to do against us, man. And as long as you do your assignment, do your job, our speed will cares, and it did. It sure did. He had seven total tackles in the game. Thought Jerome Baker was excellent. Thought Alandon Roberts was great too. But Juice, every day in Fundy's a kickoff practice, don't you do the drop and find the football and pick it off? He's got to squeeze that one. <laughs> uh, he's he's going to be kicking himself for that one for two weeks. But otherwise, he played a great game. This whole defense did, I, man. I yeah, told Travis, yeah, give yeah. him a break. He's not here for that. That's not his job. That's not really his job. We saw him house one for 75 <laughs> yards a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah so listen, take that and run with it because I don't think you're going to get a whole lot more of those. Well, I Let promise that man you he shoot wants the that A-gap and, and crack somebody's and blow head. somebody he's, up. He's incredible in that regard. He's been a big part of this defensive turnaround. Get your new Kia with Gunther Plus at Gunther Kia or online at GuntherKia.com. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score, Dolphins 20, Giants 9, a fifth straight victory. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. We're going to talk about the drive of the game right here. The Lexus drive of the game is brought to you by your South Florida Lexus dealers who encourage you to experience amazing. And it was a 14-play drive, 89 yards, 350 or 352, geez, three minutes and 52 seconds off the clock. That would have been a long game right there. Left the Giants with just 26 seconds and a chance to double dip there. And Juice, that's the key, right? You you, you win the toss, you defer the the, uh, the kick to the second half, you take it down, score at the end of the first half. They didn't they didn't double dip in the third quarter, but that's Correct. what you want to do, right? Absolutely, man. That's what it's, that's what it's all about, right there. And you know, you you talk about it, you want to leave zero time to do anything going into the half, and you want to come out of it with points, man. To get a score right. There. Little breath, man. <laughs> I had that earlier. Just, but, but he should have talked to right. me. You're absolutely right. I don't know what he's like doing. I don't know why he set me up like that, man. These young guys, man. They set these old guys up like that, man. But my bad. Um, my bad. That's all good. All good, man. But yeah, that's exactly what you want. I think two even referenced coming out after the half. You know, the, the you know three and out. But at the same time, I'm in a big time drive. I'm sitting there. All I wanted was points. All you want to make sure you get points right there. Not only do we have points, we got a long drive, got, got a touchdown, and you're going to have to. It took all the time yourself. off the clock. Feeling good about yourself. But that kind of goes uh, kind of counter to something we were set with last week or the last couple of weeks was a little bit more conservative there at the end of the first half. They did not play conservative here at all. They actually did it perfectly, really. To, again, to leave the Giants with just 26 seconds, who took a knee and got the heck out of there. So that was awesome to get a touchdown lead. You get the football back. On the drive, Tua finishes 11 for 12, 12 passes on one drive, 76 yards, and a touchdown, a finisher, That's a five-yard strike to Matt Collins. Second and goal from the five. Tua rolling to his left, throws it, touchdown! <laughs> Big hang on, he got it! Collins bobbled it right at the corner, but I think he kept on to it. Let's, they'll take another look at it, but they call it a touchdown. They bobbled it. And he kept those feet in. They're going to give him the touchdown. That's Matt Collins. That'd be fourth his touchdown this yeah. year, Jimmy. Fourth of the year for Matt Collins. Got two on the roll here, and he got it up high for a nice big target. You guys have seen the Matt Collins press conferences throughout the course of the season where he, he speaks to us and talks about special teams, offense, talks to us about life a lot of the time. Yeah. That was a great catch there by him. And four touchdowns this season, guys. That's a, that's a career high for him. Good to see him kind of near the top of the Dolphins' leaderboard in that category. Bro, that's a lot, especially for a guy that doesn't get the, uh, that amount of snaps as, as an offensive so you're four, guy, fifth man. fifth receiver? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a lot of touchdowns, man. I mean, Making I, the most out of his opportunities. I, think, I mean, I had my, my best year, I think I might have had eight. But I had how many targets did I have when it came that's to those awesome. eight, you know? This guy is taking the most, making the most out of every single opportunity and we talked about Matt Collins before when it came to, you know, when guys were out, Fuller's out, Preston's out, Devontae's out. Matt comes in and makes a big play for us, man. So to be a big part in, in that drive the way it did with Mac, and a play designed for Matt Collins. Mm-hmm. That was designed for him. I love the fact that, you know, you got all these other guys you might want to throw it to, you know, Gasicki or, you know, working in the Gaskins or, you know, Devontae, but they designed that play for Mac. And uh, he almost messed it up. Almost dropped but, it, but he, but, but he finished re-caught it. it. He finished I, it. I love those little half rolls, little naked boots with layers for Tua. He's so good at those. Yeah. He can find the peel-back option. He can go flat. He can go over the top. And on that drive, we talk about 11 for 12, so they pass the ball 12 times out of the 14. They go Gasicki, 4 for 30, Waddle, 2 for 14. Parker had 1 for 17. And Seth, the reason I want to come back to you here is because the second quarter, 
they find a key touchdown. Is this the second straight week where the drive of the game came and you're dreadful? You're the, your most your <laughs> most quarter is our quarter? most productive quarter the last. What's two going weeks? on there, man? I don't know. I, well, clearly they shifted it to the third quarter. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but look, that's a key quarter because again, the game it was a tie game. And they took control of the game in the second quarter. Well, it wasn't a tie game, right? They scored their 10 points in the Correct. second quarter. So you're behind. You take control of the game in the second quarter and never look back. And that's happened two weeks in a row. I can live with that. Right. That's a great way to finish yeah. off that half, that that, uh, that drive, and, and get some points going after a, a bit of a tough start there for the offense. That was the Lexus drive of the game, the 14-play, 89-yard drive by your Miami Dolphins. The Lexus drive of the game was brought to you by your South Florida Lexus dealers who encourage you to see, hear, feel, and experience Amazing. And, guys, I want to go ahead and just continue this thought here about the way the defense responded after that because Seth and I were talking about this, about maybe Juice going to the defense for the drive of the game, and it was when Jalen Phillips had the back-to-back sacks that we thought really turned the tide of this football game. But there in the second half, you go field goal, three and out, three and out, punt, three and out, another field goal off of the short field from the Jason Sanders miss. This defense in the second half, man, they're, they're rolling. They are rolling, man. And i tell you what. We're talking the same thing we've been talking before about. This is where we thought we'd be as a defense, man. You know, even though Brandon Jones again today, who's Mm -hmm. been huge for us as a on on our defense, but they've got a scheme and they've got players that are kind of interchangeable that go out there and make plays. So, you know, the fact that our defense can line up against anybody. All right, let's be let's be real. The Giants aren't the most. You know, they're, they're not they a juggernaut. three touchdowns in the last yeah. – what did you say? Three touchdowns in the last three games? Exactly right. Yeah. They're not a juggernaut <laughs> offensively. But you but shut them down. you shut them down. And don't think that, in my opinion, I think the Giants made the same decision with, at quarterback that the Jets yeah. made. There's no doubt. No doubt about it, right? So they see what we're doing defensively, and they're trying to make these adjustments with a guy that is going to get the ball out on time, a guy that's going to make the right decisions because, I don't know, Daniel Jones – it would have been fun. It would have been interesting to see what he would have done out there. You know, what do we end up with? Three sacks? Could have been a few more. One turnover? Could have been a few more, d- depending. But smart move by the Giants to bring a, a veteran guy out there to make some plays. But at the same time, though, man, this defense, man, I don't care who you line up now. I, I hate to say it, but I'd love to see some of the earlier games with this defense. You can't do that, obviously. You can't rewind it. But this defense with, versus some earlier teams, could be a different result. You dictate the terms, right? You're the one that d- dictates the pace of the game. How much confidence does that give you as a team when you're the one that, you know, if that is the case, we, we can't know for sure. I, you guys sound pretty confident, but how does that kind of make you feel going taking the field when you feel like you're literally changing what the opposition does because of what you do well? Dude, they're so confident right now. They've got so much swag right now, man. These boys, man, they they, they get it, man. And let's go back to your boy, our, our boy Javon Holland, man. I'm just watching him out there directing traffic. This young Rook, you know what I mean, is out there directing traffic and got guys in the right place doing the right things. You know, no blown assignments. How many times do we see guys running free? Not very often. Not, we haven't seen it in a long time. You know what I mean? In the last few games, man, that's because you got guys on the back end doing their job, getting guys in the right place. You got guys on the front end doing their job. How about, I mean, one of the sacks, let's be honest, right, one of Jalen Phillips' sacks was a big-time coverage sack. Right. It was huge, man. I mean, those guys were out there, and they were dogging their guys for seconds past what what it's supposed to be like, you know? So, I mean – that's why it's supposed to work, it's, though. It's exactly. Some some things are cover sacks. Sometimes you beat your guy. But, man, it's working out perfect right now. And that defense is, is a defense that most people probably don't want to see. And, and we talk about it. We don't play again for two weeks. It's, it's going to get even better, I think. I think the defense is going to get even better. Well, you hope the Brandon back Jones part is back, of, right? back part of the season is going to get even better for sure. That is nine points, ten points, 17 points, ten points, and nine points and five straight wins here for the Miami Dolphins defense. They are getting the job done, making it very easy on the offense and special teams. We have NFL scores coming up next. A look ahead to the New York Jets here coming up on the Dolphins' fifth quarter postgame show. Get your new Kia with Gunther Plus at Gunther Kia or online at GuntherKia.com. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score, Dolphins 20, Giants 9. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network, brought to you by the Palm Beaches. Check out South Florida's ultimate entertainment destination with world-class shows at Hard Rock Live, award-winning dining at Suppresso and Council Oak, and much more, only at Seminole Hard Rock Hollywood. The Dolphins win this one 20-9 over the New York Giants, their fifth straight win, now up to 6-7 and seven on the season. We have a whole Week 13 slate of action to cover. 
Give me the music. Let's go ahead and go around the horn here and talk about the scores from around the NFL action here in week number 13. It started off on Thursday night with a Cowboys victory over the Saints, 27-17, as they pick off Taysom Hill four times in that game. The Buccaneers get to 9-3 with a 30-17 victory over the Atlanta Falcons. Kyler Murray is back, and so too are the Cardinals. They're at 10-2 after a 33-22 victory over the Chicago Bears. The Chargers and Justin Herbert, a big win over the Bengals and Joe Burrow, 41-22 out there in Cincinnati. The fighting Dan Campbells, guys, off the <laughs> schneid. The first victory of the season, 29-27 over my buddy Chris's Minnesota Vikings. I'm sure he is not too thrilled today. The Eagles and Gardner Minshew. 20 for 25 in the game with a couple of touchdown passes. Go Kooks. 33-18 as they take out the New York Jets. The Indianapolis Colts roll up the Houston Texans 31-0. Some current scores. Washington and Las Vegas, a tight one. 7-3 Washington on top in the third quarter. The Rams on top of the Jaguars kicking off the second half there. 16-7. And the Ravens and Steelers knotted up, or not knotted up rather. Ravens up 7-3 at halftime over Pittsburgh. And the 49ers have a 17-14 lead over the Seahawks late in the third quarter. Tonight, it is Broncos at Chiefs. Let's go ahead and go Chiefs on that one. And Patriots at Bills tomorrow. Miami interested in both of those games around the NFL. So that's your Week 13 action. We are off next week, and you guys hear Brian Flores talk about this all the time. Corrections that have to get made, right? I want to go ahead and go around the horn, start with you, Juice, and talk about what is something we can correct heading into the bye week. There are, I mean, there are a lot of things we can correct, obviously. But I think what I would love for us to do as a team, bless you, is um, – I would love for us to do some self-scouting this 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 bye week. You know, I, I would love for our offensive team, and I'm sure they've done it before, our offensive staff to scout our defensive team and our defensive team to scout our offensive team, and we can see what we can make some corrections to get better as a as a unit on both sides of the football. But I'd also like, you know, I think the most important thing for us, you know, and in, in going into this bye week is getting guys back. We're, and I know we're going to talk a little bit more about that, but I mean, right now it's it's so critical that. The Dolphins chose a bye week right now instead of right after the London trip. It, it, this is the final stretch, Travis. This is the final stretch. And so you're going to get some guys back at the end of the season that are going to be critical to our success moving forward. You're going to get some guys healthier that's going to be critical to our success moving forward. It's still, it's still one game at a time. Me and you are counting on the playoffs, <laughs> you know, and, and the win streaks and things Seth like that. His head. But, you know – it's only going to happen if some of our critical and, and key players get healthy, man. So, I, I, would, I, would I go back to what I was saying, man? Everybody, even players, self-evaluate what you're going on, what's been going on, what, what can you do better to, get, you know, to, to be more productive for us as individuals and then as a unit, offense, defense, and teams, what can we do if we look at each other? If we're playing against ourselves, what will we, how will we game plan against ourselves? and that'll make us a better team. And they're certainly going to have a lot of time to do that. I'm sure the coaches, it's not going to be time off for them as they probably will be back in the building across the street getting a look at all the things they have done so far, how they can kind of add some wrinkles and some tendency breakers. That's what you use the bye week for. That's why so many of the great coaches in this league have such good records coming off their bye weeks. Now, my correction here heading into the bye week is just up front in general, both the running game and protection on traditional drop back passing because Miami's found a way to kind of mitigate some of the offensive line and protection stuff that's been going on this season with the quick game and Tua and the RPO game, obviously, but getting getting that going and then also kind of building off the run game and getting more balance on offense will only help because when this offense juice has that balance, man, they get cooking pretty good. So yeah. that's, my, uh, that's my correction, Seth. What do you think here, man? Going into this bye week, four games left, bye week this week, and then at the Jets. What's your correction you want to see made? I, I don't have a correction necessarily. I, I agree with juice though that that really guys need to either get healthy or stay healthy you know so i, I want to see brandon jones back out there it was wonderful to see the way the defense played the last two weeks but man i like when those two young guys are back there and yeah. he's playing downhill and fast and 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 i hate to i don't say violent but aggressive and and angry and, and out there hitting people so want to see him back out there it felt in his press conference like he was ready to co go or, or close to getting ready so you hope that this time off allows him to get out there Devonte parker you saw how valuable he can be when he is out there the only knock on Devonte his whole career has been you know we haven't seen enough of him so yeah. man get some rest whatever you got to do extra uh, extra ice stim night treatments whatever it is to keep Devonte healthy so he can be out there for the jets want to see him back-to-back -back games for sure and you know a handful of other guys whatever you know we, we only know what we know juice as right. you know at 13 games into a season everybody's feeling something it's Correct. just a physical game it's the way it works and let everybody just come out there with some fresh legs do you think you think other guys should you know um 
you know, if they're getting healthy, get back in the game? Or do you think this mix is working right now? That's a good you, question. Do, do you, you want to mix it up a little bit more? You want to get guys that have been on the sidelines? Well, I want and, Brandon Jones back. That's well, for sure. Yeah, yeah, he's been part of he's been part of that success. Uh, but there's some other guys that haven't been out there pretty much all year. Well, do, I'm do not. We care yeah. about that? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm only concerned with the guys on the field, right? You know, that's, <laughs> you know, that's you know. It. To that point, though, let's, let's go ahead and touch on that just real quick because the we talked about this and you kind of made it a point to to talk about how the injured player can't help the fact that he's injured. I mean, Will Fuller shattered his finger. That's that's what happened. That's what Correct. Coach Flores had this week. I mean, I'm glad that camp finally came out, man. Because we, yeah. I was giving him a hard time as a receiver. You know, you didn't buddy tape that up and go out. No, if you shatter your finger. There's no chance you get a chance to play. But go ahead, Travis. Thank you. That's my point, Juice. I'm, I'm glad you've made the point too, because yeah. I mean, you've you've been there. You've kind of dealt with that and and caught a bunch of those heaters from Dan Marino, and doesn't feel too good in the fingers, right? And no. to, to shatter one, I can't imagine what that must feel like. We have a couple minutes here before the last break. I want to make this point because I thought teams again, Juice was really good in this one. How about Michael Pilardi? Six punts, 48.3 average. How about that 65-yarder he kicked? Bro, we've been waiting on it. Yes, we have. Seth's been killing him in here, man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yes. Wait a minute. Why did Seth so so Seth right under the I bus. Have, but am I alone in this? No. By the way, I tried to say if there was a special teams game ball the last few weeks that he would get one. He did. He yeah. did. So, he did. and he punted well. That was yeah. cold juice. Uh, that, that, that was, man. Cold-blooded. Get, get the license plate on that, crazy. So, but that's fine. I'll take it. He wasn't, you know what? He wasn't playing up to his potential. Correct. He wasn't good enough, just like nobody was good enough in that yes. seven-game losing streak. Okay? 1,000%. Fair enough. So, it's not just playing. Lardy, but the last few weeks he has been lights out. It was interesting. There was a couple we were backed up, and, and, and he had a couple 37 yarders. Mm-hmm. But you said he had the longest punt of his career, yep. you know, today. So he was pinning guys back there, uh, giving the defense an opportunity to try and get some three and outs and flip the field. Yeah. But yeah, okay. I was a little yeah, tough earlier. No, yeah, 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 it was. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll own that. This, I'm going to tell you this, though, too. Nobody else wants to step up. In, That's in all in, in order for our. In order for a punter to pin guys, though, too, it's got to you got to play pin, you got to play field position as well. So even if we didn't get a lot of yards or getting touchdowns, sometimes moving the ball helps a lot and gives those guys an opportunity. I dare anybody, anybody in this league to go 90, 85, 80 yards against this defense. Yeah. You know, we talk about longer the drive, you know, the longer the distance, the more opportunities for mistakes, and our team takes advantage of mistakes. So I would love that. that that's a, such a huge part of the game for us that we can start pinning people inside the 15, inside the 10, inside the 5, and dare them to go the distance against this defense without making a mistake. Uh, and that, and that's, that's key. So having Pilardi, he's just – he's a big part of what the defense is doing right now as well, having those guys back. But it's about damn time because Travis was sitting okay. here before the season started, was okay. raving about, boom, he's bombing them, bombing them, bombing them. Oh, we are yeah. waiting for the bombs, and I – now we're starting to get those bombs. He this thought you had the up. second coming of Reggie Roby. Listen to Travis. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I'm glad the team found this hot streak because now <laughs> it kind of validates a lot of the stuff that I did see at training camp. This is a team I thought I saw back in August, and we're starting to see it now so here. Tua said last week. Yeah, there you go, in the 2021 season. The last note there on special teams, and, and Juice, you talk about how you, it's a collective to get that punt pin deep. But, I mean, Mac Hollins, every single week as your gunner, he's down there making plays. But the note I want to make here, you don't draft him in the first round to do this. And, you know, it's not been the easiest start to Noah Igbenogany's career with, you know, Xavier Howard and Byron Jones in front of him. But we saw him as a gunner today, drew a penalty from the opposition, got one himself too, but playing fired up. And he's, he's making an impact there as well. So the entire teams, I think, continues to find a way to get this job done. Yeah, man, it's, a, it's, it's collective, man. And honestly, if you're not starting on the east side of the ball, you better make your make your hay, make your money. And he's on, not sulking about it, right? Exactly yeah. right. You have to. Otherwise, I mean, that's how, that's how you let guys go if they are. Those two gunners right there, honestly – First of all, a lot of times receiver, you can't even guard Mac sometimes as a as a DB as a receiver. So imagine a gunner trying to guard him. If you don't double vice a guy like that, what's having two guys on him, you know, then you're in, you're in trouble. Mac's gonna run by you and he's gonna make these plays because that's that's what he does. Igbenogany, and we you talked about it too, Travis, about how um, how Mac is always a guy that's teaching the other guys about how to do things and especially on teams. He does it all. And um, I think these other guys are starting to learn a lot from a guy like him that goes out there and busts his butt before and after practice, during practice and meetings. You know, he's that guy that is a valuable part. Max, man, he's a captain every once. Is he the captain? Like, oh, yeah. Going, so that tells he's you right captain. there the value that he brings to this team. And then he goes out there and he's got four touchdowns already as a, as a reserve, reserve, reserve wide receiver. 
Hey, he's a big part of his team, man. And, I think and they love guy, it when he scores, yeah. don't they? Yeah. I oh, mean, man. guys get so excited yeah, for they him. Do. They he, do. He's, he's a conduit for the message of the coaching staff, and he talked about it back in training camp about how, you know, Danny Crossman wants you – he wants you to make sure you're where you're supposed to be at all times, and he is a, a guy that really preaches that and carries it out through the locker room and the entire football team. So a very valuable player on this Dolphins club. And my last note here, and it'll be a miracle if I can get through without Seth losing his mind on a football show. You ready? F1 fans? Oh, come on, man. We just won five in a row. There's a track being built right behind me. It's not done yet. Is it going to be built by Jets Week? How about this for the Miami Grand Prix next year? Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen are knotted up in the point standing heading into the yes. final race. If you're a race fan, you Ooh, know I'm how Hamilton crazy that is. Fan. I'm a Hamilton fan. Oh, Lewis the musical? Hamilton. No, Lewis Hamilton, man. He's, he, I think he's draped out in, in like Jordan gear or something. Oh, he? He's the GOAT. He's the absolute or GOAT. Puma. He's, got, he's, oh he's sick God. with it. He's, I know he's, doing? I think Mercedes is his car. I think yes. he's with Mercedes. And we have Sunday off to watch the race. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Speaking of racing, like Seth and Akia, get your new Kia with Gunther Plus at Gunther Kia or online at GuntherKia.com. For car buying done your way, you got to get to Gunther. Again, the final score from Hard Rock Stadium, Dolphins 20, Giants 9. You're listening to the fifth quarter postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. From the electricity in the stadium to the highlight real plays, there's nothing quite like Dolphins football. This season, you can be there live to cheer them on as the official marketplace of the National Football League. Ticketmaster has you covered with the largest selection of seats for any budget. Get off the couch and into the stands. Grab your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com slash Dolphins. And guys, before we go ahead and look ahead to the New York Jets here in a couple of weeks, Juice, you had something you wanted to go ahead and shout out here real quick. Yeah, man, no doubt, man. I want to see, uh, let everybody know, appreciate all the love. I have my birthday this past week, weekend, everything that. But we've got a big toy drive coming up tomorrow, Buca de Beppo and Davey, as well as one Wednesday in Quarterdeck and Plantation, man. Um, COVID's been a, a monster on everybody the last couple of years, man. We want to make sure we make the best of the holiday for, you know, all the kids. So Catch 81 Foundation uh, will be out there Monday uh, tomorrow at Buca de Beppo and Davey, as well as DJ Priest going to lay some tracks for us. And then Wednesday at, 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 at at quarter deck and at plantation. So appreciate you giving me an opportunity to talk about it. Absolutely. Go ahead and get out there and support a good cause of the Catch 81 Foundation. He does great work. My man Seth of the JT Foundation Absolutely. as well. You guys are doing awesome stuff. I should stuff say what he here. did to me yesterday, but I won't talk about what they did to me yesterday. You can shoot it if you want. It was so good. I had a great time, man, but it was chilly. It was hot. And it was a chilly, it was a chilly contest, and I was judging. Man, I was sweating so bad, Travis. Juice had to walk off for a minute. Dude, I, had, I had to down. take a break. Where bro. was that? I saw the signs for it on the road the other day in Weston. Yeah, it, it was out in West. Yeah, Weston. Weston Town Center Weston there. Town Center. But uh, we were able to raise some money, and uh, and and Juice was there supporting. I just got a shout out, and we worked for one in JT, but the. The Dolphin Dolphins. alumni yes, yes. and the work Incredible. that you guys do in the community. And, again, it's how I put food on the table at, at my house. But you did what you did. We did what we did. Last night I got to take my daughter to Vernon Carey, did yeah, the father awesome. and daughter dance. I mean, it's – Great photos, by the it, way, man. It, Thank you very much. You're it, sharp, man. You were – I love hey, it. Hey, I had to bring out – they said hey. holiday festive attire. <laughs> so this Jewish kid's got a great Santa jacket <laughs> that I had to break out there. Love but it. seriously, uh, you know, and, and Nat Moore – laid the foundation we're going to talk about that in a second but laid the foundation for the dolphin alumni here in this community and giving back and so juice i'll see you there certainly at the toy drive and again shout out to vernon carey for just creating an environment for fathers and daughters yeah. to have a special moment cool is that? that that's so cool and I, you talked about inviting me out i couldn't make it out this time but we'll, we'll definitely get there next year when caroline's a little bit older and and can actually uh, some you know sustain more than a half hour of excitement before she has to get out of there and check out and do her own thing. So that's coming up uh, here at the Podcast Network and the Jets in a couple of weeks. I want to go ahead and go back to the Podcast Network. Yeah. Myself, I'm going to have a, some different content this week. We'll cover the game with the, the recap tonight, the All-22 review on Tuesday, and then we'll kind of pick it up with some different type of content. I don't want to spoil it too much here because it's still in the works, so we'll get there. But some new content on the bye week for you guys here on Drive Time. Seth, what's coming up on the fish tank? Well, speaking of that more, yes, you know, a little segue there, not quite as smooth as you can do it, Travis, <laughs> but uh, we had an opportunity, uh, Juice and I had an opportunity to sit down with Nat Moore for the second time ever in the fish tank, uh, did it right here at the stadium, and Nat is giving out the Nat Moore Trophy in conjunction with CBS4. I know they've got the big event coming up, yeah. and then uh, and then they're going to have a special on CBS4, and, and they're awarding a high school football player who has exhibited excellence on the field, off the field, in the classroom, 
Huge honor for a young man. And so Nat talked about that and, and some great stories. Just, you know, I mean, who's got better stories than Nat Moore in, right. the, in the life that he lived here playing for the Miami Dolphins? So we're excited to release that episode on Tuesday. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, Nat, man, you know what Nat does, man. Now, Nat is Mr. Miami, man, when it comes to football. I mean, honestly, he's, he was born and raised here, played his – spent his whole career here as well as what he's done in the community. And I know a couple of these young cats that are up for these awards, man. So it's going to be fun to see who, who, who wins it. But they're all winners, obviously, obviously because they're such, you know, great, talented kids, like Seth said, that do it on the field, they do it in the classroom, man, and just they also do it in the community. So um, when you win an award like that from a guy like Nat, who's done it so well for so many years in this community, man, it's, it's a true honor, man. So I'm, I'm excited for that. Always excited for Nat. Super humble. He's super humble. You can't even get him to talk about it because a lot of guys don't like having their own their name on their own trophy, and that's one of those guys, man. But uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a heck of an award, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, who wins it. Well, let's let's keep some of that talent here in the backyard because Yo, the, the U is making a transition right now. And I, I've been asking the question, why haven't they been able to keep some of these kids down here? But I'll tell you what, Mario Cristobal, if that does in fact go through and happen, yeah. he's built a physical Oregon football team up there, and maybe they can do that down here. And that pairs well with the heat down here in South Florida. Did dude. you see all weekend long the, the South Florida talent all weekend long that was like going off, you know, from Georgia, Alabama, you know, all these – from Michigan, all, all these teams, all these colleges – that are that are playing right now and playing at a high level, they're they're filled with Flo- South Florida talent, man. And so that's what's up. I actually went to a St. Thomas Aquinas game, and those guys there, they got a bunch of guys that be playing to the next ne- level yeah. and the next le- level after that. That's kind of how they do at one point, man. It's unbelievable. So you'll have the Orange Bowl here on New Year's Eve as well, Georgia and Michigan. I can't wait. That's going to be a phenomenal football game. But before that, the Jets here in a couple weeks. We've got two minutes left here, guys. You know, unless an injury. Well, thank you, the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless an injury occurs, it's going to be Zach Wilson against the Dolphins. And how do we replicate that victory the Dolphins had against Joe Flacco against the young quarterback next week at MetLife? Or that we had at MetLife in yeah. two weeks here at Hard Rock? Yeah, I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to be tough on, on Zach. It really is, man. I think this, this, our defense is so talented right now. And it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, we try to corral a guy that can still run and throws the ball a long way. When we play Flacco, he's more of a sit-in-the-pocket kind of guy. Zach Wilson's going to be a guy that's going to be able to be a little more mobile, younger guy that uses his feet as well as his arm. So, uh, But we've seen that before, though. We thought the same thing when Lamar Jackson came in here. We thought Cam would be able to run a little bit better on us. We've seen some mobile quarterbacks, which is one thing, Seth, that we always seem to have trouble with. Yeah. But so yeah. far this year, we haven't had as, as much trouble with Certainly last so, handful of weeks. E- exactly right. So we'll see moving forward with the younger quarterback, the different looks, trying to confuse him a little bit. You know, coming from one side, he's thinking one side. We're coming from the other side. Man-to-man coverage, are we in zero? Are we backing out of it? Try to confuse this guy, and we can probably get some mistakes. But at the same time, no super talented guy can throw it a country mile. So we got to make sure we're still on our P's and Q's. It'll be interesting to see how they react to a team they just saw four weeks ago. And, and speaking of, you know, the Jets and, and guys that talk about stuff after the game. John Franken Myers after that game talked about Tua. We saw Logan Ryan today is now taking his shots at Tua Tonga Bailoa post game. I don't know how many times he has to beat you to, for you to stop talking about him, but that's what's going to happen here. So yeah, they wouldn't be talking about him if they beat him, right? So they would be talking about something else. So I, I, I like that sour grapes coming out. Keep talking about him with an L. You know, take your L home. In fact, I hope that you sit there and stew on the flight all the way home thinking about how you just got beat by Tua Tungavailoa. So, and, and to that end, how do they beat them? I, I want to see that. Keep putting pressure on all the quarterbacks. But I want to – this offense is playing – Mistake free, a mistake, less mistakes less in mistakes, football, less and, and just the efficient play from Tua, seventy to eighty percent completion percentage, not throwing the silly interception, and getting the ball in a Jalen Waddle. We'll <laughs> Waddle with it, then. Waddle with it, then, Big I, Seth. I, I kind of want Seth's sour grapes comment to be the last word here, so let's go ahead and get the heck out of here. That was phenomenal, Seth. Way to close <laughs> up the show. Thanks to our executive producer and booth producer Alejandro Solana, our studio producers Robert Grieper and Matthew Wilson, our radio booth engineer was Stephen J. Gray, and our post game engineer was. Steph the Specialist. Cougar's going to ruin your New Year's Eve, Steph. For OJ McDuffie and Seth Levitt, I am Travis Wingfield. The final score of today's game, Dolphins 20, Giants 9. Dolphins football will be back on the air in two weeks. Miami will be at Hard Rock Stadium to take on the New York Jets December the 19th following their week 14 bye. This has been the Miami Dolphins postgame show on the Miami Dolphins radio network brought to you by the Palm Beaches. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.